0: This is Future Talk. Future Talk.
1: Future Talk, Future Talk with Al Saleh and Hany Balkis Good afternoon, everyone, and happy Tuesday. Hope you're all having a great afternoon and excited to find out the latest on what is happening in the tech world, in the UAE, and all around the world. We've got a packed show in store for everyone today with some of the biggest news that has actually been hitting news outlets as well as social media platforms. We're talking all about the UAE launching the digital school that has been in talks for quite some time. This is a school that's going to be giving refugee children in five countries the ability to continue their education even if the status of their country could be difficult and does not allow them to do so.
0: Yes and ladies and gentlemen when it does come to the Apple news Apple is reportedly working on a device with a 20 inch folding display. Now this has always been the inevitable when it did come to folding phones and Apple taking you know that initiative and taking the lead, per se, from Samsung and other Android devices and making a foldable phone of its own. We're going to be talking about that in just a few.
1: Yes, indeed. And we are also going to be talking about weird tech, more specifically about Meta's plan to create an AI-powered universal speech translation. Language barriers are no longer going to exist in the Metaverse, and this is just one step that Meta is taking to help remove that barrier.
0: Yes, and ladies and gentlemen, we're also talking about Amazon's voice assistant, Alexa to start start seeking doctor help what is that all about and how can this virtual or voice assistant be your doctor
1: yes indeed in the world of apps we're talking all about TikTok and the biggest news where we actually heard that they're going to be expanding the maximum video length length to actually hit 10 minutes is this good news or is this gonna be yet another way of making videos be a little bit longer but that may just push people away just like it pushed them away from igtvs lots and lots is in store right here on today's show so make sure you keep pulse 95 locked and we'll be right back
0: daily digital news bits and bytes connect our world In the age of the coronavirus pandemic, now, believe it or not, we're still in the pandemic now. Recent events have obviously took away from what is going on in the world when it does come to, you know, the coronavirus, COVID-19. It is still, you know, on there, but we know we are combating it very, very nicely. And one of the first steps we did right here in the UAE to combat COVID-19, to combat the pandemic, was open virtual schools and e-learning. And we've been seeing, you know, a rise in E-learning systems and how, you know, a lot of students have been benefiting from e-learning. And if you think about it, it's been almost three years now, two years since, uh, you know, the pandemic. And thankfully, alhamdulillah, all students have been graduating online, have been finishing their courses online. Even some people got their master's online. Omnia got her master's online online. And, you know, we can go even to the extent of saying their PhDs as well. So we've seen how important you know e-learning is and how vital it was as a tool in the day and age of coronavirus. And now, since we're kind of moving past the pandemic, the UAE now acknowledges and knows how important e-learning is. And that is why we're talking about today a Dubai digital school for refugee children launched in five countries. Now, we know that you know refugees unfortunately they don't get access to school because obviously the refugees there's a crisis going on in their country, but right here in the UAE, we have a solution for that.
1: Yes, indeed. Now, just like you've mentioned, Hani, when online learning was first implemented right here in the UAE, it was kind of like crisis management. It was a way to be able to continue life normally even when things around us were not normal. But now we're starting to see the benefits of digital learning and how can we use it to benefit the world around us and not just the country we are living in. Right here in the UAE, we're looking at a digital education project that was actually launched by the Dubai government for refugee and underprivileged children. It has started across five countries, but the plan is to actually have 20,000 students enrolled in it this year. So this update was actually announced at Expo Dubai 2020, and this digital school is going to be providing an education to one million refugee and underprivileged children over the next five years. Can you imagine how amazing it is? to be able to give a child who may have you know, fled their country because of the circumstances that they are living in, losing hope of ever continuing their education anytime soon, and then being able to do so by simply giving them access to a tablet, to a computer, and a, a digital school, having it be completely done online.
0: Yes, and you know, uh, the necessity or tools that are needed for online learning aren't that, you know, uh, hard to obtain. Mm-hmm. Now you just need a device that connects to, to, to the internet and, you know, works pretty well for that you know visual learning and audio learning type of aspect now you know we are looking again how an internet connection is very important but also we should put into perspective right now how now the ukrainian crisis the ukrainian invasion yes. right now is is horrible hundred percent but we also looked at how elon musk put up his starlink you know um his satellites to give free internet to the ukrainians on the ground in ukraine so you know our, as we're seeing in a time of crisis in a time of war this starlink is working great and ukrainians do have internet access now if we go to a third world country or a refugee country where they need internet, the Starlink can also be there and capable of providing internet to the students who are in desperate need of education. Now, the Mohammed Bar Global Initiative is behind the project and has started teaching refugees and even underprivileged children in, in five countries, which are Egypt, Jordan, Iraq, Martania, and even Colombia. So we're looking at the Middle East and even south america as well now several different entities from the uae are making the project possible which does even include the ministry of artificial intelligence digital economy and even remote work applications dubai cares the emirates red crescent and the knowledge and human development authority so all aspects of the government of the uae are helping and doing the initiative as well so we're looking at a collective effort by all all entities Tino, get this project going.
1: Absolutely. We've always heard that education is the best form of gift that you can give any student. It's the only way for them to build their future, even if the current circumstances that they're living in don't necessarily support that future. So giving them the chance to continue their education, completely digital, all you have to do is provide them with a good source of internet and a tablet, a computer, it could even be a cell phone. Any way to get access to those teachers will be a golden opportunity for them to have some hope to build a better future. So looking at it, the UAE is definitely collaborating with some of the most well-known universities, around the world. We're talking about Arizona State University, Harvard, Stanford, Massachusetts Institute of Technology, New York University, and much more. So we're looking at these students getting some of the best status and best levels of education around the world. Teachers are gonna be teaching them remotely, so they've got access to almost all resources And there will definitely be excelling in these uh, schools. Let us know how excited are you to hear more about this initiative and to see it flourish. There's a big goal of having 1 million refugee children enrolled in this school by the end of the year 2022.
0: Yes, and it brings us with the beautiful song, What a Wonderful World.
1: Daily Digital News.
0: Bits and bytes connect our world.
1: I think this news is going to make Hanny's day today because we've constantly been talking about Hanny potentially getting Apple's next foldable iPhone. But what well, a lot of tech enthusiasts have been saying, it's years away and I'm not sure if this is going to be coming anytime soon. But the good news I've got for you is it's going to be a 20-inch folding display.
0: Yes, now 20 inches is pretty big if we can look at, you know, the computers that we have on front of us, the laptops, we're yeah. talking about 13 to 14 with the MacBook Pros, uh, you know, the, the, we have looking at, I think, a 15-inch and even a 16-inch mm-hmm. as well. So they're pretty big. So 20-inch is a huge leap from the laptops as well. Now, we are looking at, you know, how Apple is working on a device with a 20-inch foldable display. And it is described as an iPad-slash-MacBook hybrid. Now, they do say that Apple is indeed exploring the possibility of a folding device of the sort. And it does back up the claims that the CEO and analyst did say last week now he actually brought attention to Apple's supposed plans to develop a device with a large folding screen and they even have added more you know details to this rumor but I do believe a foldable phone will become will come sooner than this foldable hybrid
1: yes indeed now this device that a lot of Apple enthusiasts who try to follow up on what Apple is working on lately said that it's going to be featuring a dual screen display. So it's kind of similar to what we've seen coming from Samsung in the past few years. It's going to be omitting the physical keyboard, the physical trackpad, which are a typical thing on a normal MacBook Pro. And typing on the device will be entirely touch screen based. So just like you would use a phone, you'll start using your computer as well. In terms of a potential release date, a lot of people are predicting 2026 to be the year and it would actually coincide with the rumored date of Apple launching their new Apple Car, which a lot of people are excited for. So looking at it, which brands have released similar types of devices. We can look at Lenovo. They've already done something similar with their ThinkPad X1 Fold. It it is actually a 13-inch display, so this is going to be a lot bigger, but it would look like a touchscreen laptop kind of thing. Just like you've mentioned, it's a hybrid between an iPad and a MacBook all-up one. Now, when looking at other brands, they haven't really perfected the technology yet. There are still a lot of loopholes. Sometimes the screen freezes. Sometimes it doesn't type as fast as it should. So we're looking at Apple maybe, having enough time to get it right and I'm excited to see how people are going to react to it.
0: Yes, 100%. Again, we are looking at, you know, Apple trying to take the forefront when it does come to technological innovation, when it does come not just to, you know, phones, but to their computers as well. And even in the foreseen future, we're looking at the Apple car as Tesla has become, uh, you know, under uh, extreme scrutiny Mm -hmm. because of their, uh, you know, their build material, the way the, 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 the cars are messing up when it does, you know, malfunction and glitch, so Apple may be just taking the lead, and again, we're looking at Apple having unlimited funding per se, so you know, anything is possible in the world of Tim Cook let us know your guys' thoughts, 4215 we are taking a short break, but when we come back we're talking all about meta it does seem that we're talking about meta every single day, but <laughs> meta is trying to you know, become with the meta check this out
1: check this out All
0: 95 the language barrier is no longer a barrier now why is that well we have a lot of applications that can translate a lot of things we have google translate we have apple translate but what if i told you there's a universal speech translator now that is built by an ape it's ai powered basically now that is what meta is announcing it does have plans to build that ai powered universal speech translator now Meta, which we do know is the owner of Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, has has announced an ambitious new AI research project that is to create translation software that works for everyone in the world.
1: I wanted to ask you, um, since you are quite the heavy user of Snapchat, have you seen the new feature where it allows you to transcribe what is being said? Not yet. Really? I have not. It was random though, like it pops up. Every now and then, when Mm -hmm. you record a story, you'll get the option to transcribe. So nowadays, social media platforms have definitely been working more on transcribing and translating making the text and audio become something that all users can enjoy no matter what the language that they're speaking in is. And this latest AI research project is planning to make it available, make languages around the world available for everyone, whether you speak that language or not. So this project was actually announced as part of an event that is focusing on the broad range benefits of Meta that believes that AI could potentially be the magic cure to all of our language barriers. Now, the ability to communicate with anyone in any language is a dream that people have had forever. And AI is going to hopefully deliver that in our lifetimes, or at least that's what the CEO of Meta, Mark Zuckerberg, believes it could potentially do. So the company is saying that although the most commonly spoken languages tend to range between English, Mandarin and Spanish, they are currently focusing on translating those languages to the rest of the world because 20% of the world's population do not actually speak those languages, even though they are the most widely spread. So these languages will become more accessible for people because they'll be translated to whatever language that you speak.
0: Yes, now Meta does say that it does want to overcome these challenges by deploying new machine learning techniques in two specific areas now those areas would be first focus dubbed no language left behind and will concentrate on building ai models that can learn to translate language using fewer training examples now the second one is universal speech translator and that will aim to build systems that directly translate speech in real time from one language to another without the need for a written component to serve as a common technique for many translating apps Now. Again, ladies and gentlemen, we are looking at, you know, how a lot of people use translators when they are traveling. I've seen, uh, you know, a lot of YouTubers who are well-known travel vloggers, you know, have another phone in their hand and they're like, you know, hey, do you know where the nearest shop is? And you know, it would translate to whatever language they wanted and they'd read it or they'd hear it and they'd sometimes type it back, they'd sometimes say it back. And you know, that guy would understand what that other person is saying. So, again, you know, we're looking at this not only uh, in terms of communication, in terms of business, terms of traveling, terms of medical things. Uh, you know, when, you're, when you have no language barrier, so much information could be exchanged. So, you know, we're looking at how this might actually change a lot of things in the way we communicate in this day and age. Ladies and gentlemen, 4215, let us know your guys' thoughts. But we are taking a short break and jumping straight to the sports headlines. But when we come back, we're talking all about Amazon.
1: Gadget of the day. New tech you might want to play with. Pulse
0: 95.
1: Could voice assistants help us seek medical attention when we are unable to call for services? Now, this is definitely going to be the new tech that we're talking about today since Amazon's voice assistant Alexa has actually become equipped, well equipped to be able to get you medical help without having to even pick up your phone. Now looking at it if there is no doctor in the house, Amazon's Alexa will be able to get one for you exactly in time and this in my opinion will be the cause for saving many lives just like we've seen with the Apple Watch fall detection uh, service.
0: Yes, now Amazon and telemedicine provider Teladoc Health are starting a voice activated virtual care program that lets customers get medical help without picking up their phones. Now, since the early 2000s, you know, this has been a ongoing trend, Uh, you know, getting or seeking medical attention without being able, you know, uh, or without having to use a phone or uh, you know calling for help we would see that with the lifeline in the early 2003's where elderly people would be given a necklace per se with a button on it where you can tap or you can click when you need medical help and then you know uh, the age of smart tech where smart wearables came in the Apple watch if you fall you will also uh, you know notify uh, you know medical services that you've been you fall you fall in without you even activating anything but now we're going as far to the extent of having Alexa help you as well now the service for health issues that aren't emergencies will be available around the clock on Amazon's Echo devices now customers can tell the voice assistant Alexa that they want to talk to a doctor that will actually prompt a callback on the device from a teledoc physician.
1: Yes, indeed. Now, telehealth is something that a lot of patients now have gotten used to and some even expect it to become an option for their care, especially with the COVID-19 pandemic. So many people have just become used to following up with their physician when it comes to chronic health conditions. So this is yet another push by Amazon to get into a form of care that has definitely grew rapidly during this pandemic. Amazon already actually dispenses prescription drugs and is expanding on its Amazon Care program that was launched back in 2019 that offers telemedicine visits with an option to send a care provider to the patient if they need an in-person visit. So the company is definitely big on healthcare, med- healthcare services and helping ease the lives of every patient out there. But now when it comes to emergency services, even their health assistants, their voice assistants will become health assistants as well.
0: Yes, now, uh, you know, it is a big issue in the United States when it does come to medical. Care and healthcare in general. Now, the company's latest healthcare expansion does come as several competitors, which does include Walmart and drugstore chains that go by the name of CVS and Walgreens, also beefing up their medical offerings. Now, these chains are adding clinics or virtual programs to make it easier for patients to find regular help in the fragmented U.S. healthcare system. Now, it is a very big shame how the U.S. healthcare system does operate and how, you know, a lot of patients are, you know, thrown under the bus when they get sick or when tragic does occur. Now, we are looking at also how some hospitals already use Alexa as a voice assistant in the patient's room. So, again, we're looking at Amazon, you know, trying to hit all fronts as well. I've said it again. I'll reiterate it once one more time. Amazon is trying to dominate all aspects of the technological world. And it did start with e-commerce and now they're going all the way to telemedicine as well. And in the foreseen future, I do believe they will touch upon social media as well. They have all the means and all the resources and they already have servers, cloud servers up in the cloud. So we might just be see, seeing an Amazon type of uh, you know, social media in the future. But for now, Amazon will stick to their guns and stay with telemedicine and the e-commerce air area. 4215, let us know your guys' thoughts. We are taking a short break, but when we come back, we're talking all about TikTok and how it is expanding its video platform to 10 minutes per video. Pulse
1: 95. Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? How much time do you spend on TikTok? I think that is a very personal question to ask nowadays because people spend so many hours scrolling through the platform. But now TikTok is making it even harder to get off this platform because of how long the videos are going to become. So they've actually expanded the maximum video length to become 10 minutes. And now they're entering a brand new challenge with YouTube.
0: Yes, now a lot of experts do say that TikTok has to- taken the social media platform by storm. And we are looking at how TikTok is becoming a direct competitor with not only Instagram and Facebook, but now YouTube as well. So, you know, TikTok was deemed as a short video platform, but we are no longer looking at that. We are looking at how creators can now upload 10-minute videos, and it did start out with three, one-minute 3 minutes, 5 minutes and now 10 minute video. Now I do believe the you know the exceeding the limit has now become something acceptable for TikTok because we are looking at how much success the 3 minute 5 minute mm-hmm. videos did get and how much time was then more spent on the platform as well. So you know, I do believe that TikTok is going to be a very 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 Good competitor when it does come to YouTube, because YouTube has taken a professionalism type of, of 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 come of approach where you have to have you know very high production, where you have to have you know uh, good lighting, a professional camera, a microphone. But with TikTok, all you need is your smartphone camera, and if you're gonna go to the extent of you know even plugging in a microphone, that is all you need, and maybe a ring light as well. So TikTok is giving, you know, the the median for a lot of creators or a lot of normal people to become creators. And on top of all of that, get paid for it. Mm-hmm. So we're looking at TikTok, you know, like I said, and like how a lot of experts are saying, taking, you know, uh, social media by storm. And, you know, recent, uh, you know, because of recent events, Facebook and Instagram are in trouble.
1: Yes, indeed. Now, the thing is, though, there are two sides to the story. From one side, it's definitely going to give a big hit to YouTube because the main attraction when it comes to YouTube is having long-form videos. And now TikTok is going to be providing that, just like you've mentioned, as well as funding, as well as a great algorithm that allows people to access, Content within your geographical range as well as your own interests. So that's definitely going to cause, in my opinion, a lot of people to shift from using YouTube to just going ahead and posting content on TikTok instead. But the main point for me, at least, is the last time we actually talked to the head of creative at TikTok, we heard from him saying, Uh, Rami Zaydan more specifically, he actually said that the main catch behind TikTok is being able to tell a story shortest amount of time, most creative way possible, and still attract the attention of the person viewing it. So my question is now, will we still be absorbed into the video from start to finish in 10 minutes? That's going to be a big challenge that I think TikTokers will be up to. Uh, Hopefully, they do have now a lot more creative possibilities to play around with the content. It's going to open the door for a lot more uh, creativity, a lot more content to be created, especially if we're talking like cooking videos. A lot of people used to complain that it's too short for people to be able to find out how a recipe is made within three minutes, even five minutes. So I think now it's going to give people a much better way to represent themselves.
0: Yes, and again, we are kind of looking at, you know, uh, the turn of tables. Now, YouTube did, uh, you know, come out with their shorts type of oh, uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> platform.
0: And, you know, that was a hundred percent, you know, rip off of TikTok. The roles TikTok, are
1: being reversed.
0: Yes, the roles are being reversed. And TikTok, you know, they fired back with a counterattack and now have 10 minutes. So I do believe that TikTok will not exceed 10 minutes. I believe that, you know, 10 minutes is, uh, you know, the sweet spot. I, In my opinion, I believe. Five minutes is Mm -hmm. the sweet spot, but 10 minutes for TikTok. They'll try it out. And, you know, if it works, it works. If it doesn't work, we still have, you know, the short video uh, aspect. It's not like they're forcing users to have 10 minutes. You know, you have the freedom and flexibility to choose what you like based off of the content of said video. Now, a lot of people or a lot of users, uh, you know, they support this because this kills the wait for part two part. You know, you know, there's always, you know, (laughs) a catch to reel more viewers in and to make the creator a lot more uh, famous because people will be waiting for a part two. But now you have no reason (laughs) to wait for a part two as TikTok is providing those 10 minutes. Let us know your guys thoughts. Four, two, one, five. Our text lines are open, but this does conclude Future Talk for today. But we will be seeing you guys tomorrow. Same time, same place. Only on Pulse 95. I can't believe tomorrow is Wednesday Mm -hmm. and March 1st. Ladies and gentlemen, let's hope inshallah we have a great month. And everything goes according to plan.
1: Yes, indeed. You can catch us again tomorrow, same time, same place, only here on Pulse 95.